Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 45th episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who've been laid off to COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. And this is the 19th episode as part of my partnership with the Avail List, you know, an unbelievable website that spotlights all the amazing talent in the ad industry who are ready to get back out there and get to work. And for this episode, we have Amanda Wong, AKA Mandy, who was recently the Director of Integrated Marketing and Partnerships at Warner Media. Amanda, really happy to have you here. Hey, so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, nice to talk to a fellow New Yorker. Yeah, right? <laughs> Maybe just start off by telling everyone how you've been dealing with the pandemic, where you know, you've been quarantining and you know, sure. what you've been doing the past few yeah. So I have been in lovely Manhattan for the last six months. And you know, in my spare time, which I have a lot of, I've been trying to figure out new ways to run around the city. So I'm a triathlete and a marathoner, and I've just been running up the east side and in the park and up the west side. So just kind of trying to be creative with that. And also, you know, like everybody else, I've been trying to learn new skills. I've been taking French lessons. It's not going that great. I can only say like, hello, <laughs> hello, my name is Mandy. Um, and I've also been working on my creative portfolio, which has been a really, you know, I think interesting um, exercise because I've been able to just kind of lay out what I've done, you know, what I stand for, and also put a little personality in there and just put up some fun triathlon and travel pictures. So when when racing and traveling are a thing again, you know, I'll be able to add those pictures to my website and show people a little bit more about where I've gone around the world. So yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a rough time, but I think um, the more that I can connect with other people, you know, through things like this and just network and help people out and mentor, I think that's the way to stay sane and and make it through this, make it through 2020. Yeah, totally. I've been hearing, you know, that for many people, there's both sides of it. There's the side, like you mentioned, of I need to get outside and, and run and stay healthy and do what I yeah. usually do. So there's some type of routine. And then there's also the side of, you know, the side projects, the updating portfolios. Right. I think it's super important, you know, like you mentioned, to have your portfolio read as, as you, you know, mm -hmm. it shouldn't be like a, a school project. There should be, there should be, you know, fun pictures. Someone should really get to know who you are through yeah. your portfolio and, you know, just by me going through it, you know, yesterday and today, I, I totally got that. And I, I saw your passion outside of just work, which I think is really important because ultimately, you know, you hire someone based on their skill set, but also, you know, connecting over their passions and what they do outside of work. Sure, absolutely. And just connecting with other people during this time, if I can speak to one other human, you know, during this time, whether it's helping them find a job or mentoring or talk, you know, I think that's great. I think that's what we all need right now. Uh, yeah. to job connecting yeah. with other people. LinkedIn has been amazing. Like the community has just gotten so strong in the past, you know, maybe six, seven months. Which yeah. I love to see. And I, you know, everyone I've met and, and interviewed has been, you know, through LinkedIn or some connection that I definitely yeah. did not have before this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe tell everyone a little bit about yourself and, and where you've worked in the past. Sure. Sure. So I have an interesting hybrid background. Um, you know, I've been on the client brand side, I've been on the agency side, and I've been on the media entertainment side. So I've got kind of a, a jack of all trades, wear all hats type of background. Um, on the client side, it was, you know, luxury brands like Louis Vuitton and Calvin Klein. And on the agency side, it was a totally different shift. Um, 
media agency side, working on all of the J&J brands. So all of the pharma, um, medical device, over-the-counter medicines like Tylenol and Zyrtec, um, to beauty brands like Neutrogena and Clean and Clear. And then on the entertainment media side, which I, I really have enjoyed for the last several years, I got a, a chance to still work on um, ad sales and integrated marketing, but also incorporate um, the brand of a, of a comedic network. So Warner Media obviously owns, you know, CNN, True TV, TBS, HBO, pretty much, all, you know, everything. Um, and so it's combining that um, brand equity with uh, the brands of our clients and, and, and creating meaningful branded content campaigns. So it's really allowed me to wear different hats, be strategic, be creative, um, you know, be a, a project manager and see things through to execution. But also I've learned a lot about, you know, how a TV show gets made, you know, reading scripts and um, learning about, you know, about different talent and you know, how can we incorporate products into shows. So it's really allowed me to um, kind of wear different hats. And I think that I, I, I love working in, in entertainment, I have to say. And, you know, um, it, it's really fun when you get to create a spot um, for a client, but also, you know, meet somebody cool, like whatever, Justin Timberlake or Hugh Jackman or whoever it is. Um, so I really, I'm really passionate about that. So yeah, it's, it's been fun. And now we're in a pandemic. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, totally great background. And I love how you kind of have both both sides of it. And if I, if I saw correctly, I think you were at Warner Media for about eight years. And I know yeah. you mentioned you love the entertainment space. Are you going to, you think, continue to, to look in that field or maybe after eight years kind of step back and Well, it's interesting because those companies are all really shifting, right? So Warner had a bunch of layoffs, NBCU had a bunch of layoffs, Viacom, you know, it's kind of like, I love the space and I love being able to work on so many different um, ad verticals, you know, in the tech space, the theatrical studio, CPG, you know, alcohol, you, you name it. And we've got all of those clients advertising on our networks. I think I want to think about the world post COVID and, you know, obviously Netflix is doing great. Um, they don't have an advertising model just yet, but maybe they will. Um, but, you know, I really want to work at a, brand that I'm passionate about. So who's who's kicking ass right now? Is it Zoom? Is it Peloton? You know, Amazon is obviously kicking ass. It's like, who's gonna who's gonna make it through this and come out stronger on the other side? And how can I add value to that company? So I'm really, I mean, the world is my oyster right now. <laughs> yeah, so. That's a great attitude. And, and I totally agree up until yesterday in the stock market, all of these companies were killing it. Yeah. Then, yeah. Today and, and yesterday, right? The Pelotons, the Netflix, the Zooms that were like riding sky higher, you know, getting hurt a little bit, but hopefully it, it bounces right. back. But yeah, I think there is such an opportunity for these, you know, Peloton, a company that was just indoor cycling, and now they have an app that has, you know, yoga and weightlifting and, you know, know. everything else is, is just really growing. And it's I think crazy. I just downloaded the app and I'm like obsessed. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't have a a bike, a Peloton bike, because I have my own triathlon bike, but I'm like, now I'm going to do all of their, you know, their strength classes and all that. So yeah, it's, it's, it's who's gonna, who's gonna rise above and come out on top. And hopefully though, you know, we'll go back to normal at some point. So there will be, you know, live shoots in person. There will be events like Comic-Con um, and, and Cannes and things that 
bring people together because I think that that's what this community is all about. It's like that inter, you know, interpersonal relationships and face to face, hopefully one day. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> hopefully it, it comes back. And like you mentioned with Netflix, you know, they don't have an ad, you know, sales kind of right. unit, but it's almost there's the two, you know, streams now. There's the ad sales or there's the subscription model. Right. And both of those are, you know, going to the moon and you get, right. you know, Hulu, which has both. But right, and, and that's why I think branded entertainment is so interesting, right? Because if you're watching your favorite show and then, you know, it's, it goes out to commercial, but it's still your favorite characters and it's somehow they're interacting with a product, so it, it looks like it could be part of the show. I mean, it's a little fakery, but I, I still think that that's important and relevant, particularly in a time where people are consuming media and they're not, they don't love ads. Nobody loves ads, I'll, I'll say. But if you can do it in a way that's organic and it's in the, in the voice of the characters from the show, I think that that's, that's a win for the client and for the show. So we'll Yeah, completely. See. You've seen so much more of that. I think in last Super Bowl, there was, you know, a Rick and Morty Pringles. Totally, yes. There's going to be a lot more, I think, of that where you don't even know you're watching an ad. Yeah. You know, subliminally, they're getting to your head to go buy whatever product. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm hoping that there's a place for, you know, obviously what we do is, is create cool content for clients. And that has to exist somewhere because business, you know, we still need to drive sales. We still need to, to drive revenue and, and brand awareness and brand engagement. So, you know, it's just how you do it on what platform and, you know, what makes sense for the audience. So I'm hopeful. <laughs> for now. And yeah. you just touched on it, but what would you say you're looking for in your next role? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, you know, I want to be passionate about the product, right? And I've, I've worked on all products. So whether it's, you know, AccuView contact lenses to, to Tylenol to, to um, you know, Mountain Dew, you know, which I, which I don't drink, but I think it's a fun product. Um, so if, if, as long as I'm passionate about the product or, or the clients that the agency, you know, represents, I think that's first and foremost, you really got to get behind the product. And then also a place where you can, where I can be my authentic self, where I can collaborate with other creative people and um, build a sense of trust and community. I know that that's hard over virtual, but I think that that's one of the things I probably miss the most about being in an office is like cool brainstorms with your, you know, your colleagues and like, you know, throwing stuff up on the whiteboard and seeing what sticks. So a place where you can collaborate, be creative and, and have some social impact. I will say that at Warner Media, I was really big into diversity and, and inclusion. And I, with a big company like that, you're going to be able to, if you build it, they will come, they have the resources. So I wanted to build a leadership program for young employees, where they could, um, you know, they could have mentors and they could solve problems and they could interact with senior management. And so I created this program and they're like, yep, we'll fund it. Go ahead. Like we believe in you. So if I can work at a place like that again, that would be great. You know, that had, that believes in, in fostering, um, you know, leadership and empowering young people to achieve their, their best. So I don't, I mean, it's like pie in the sky, right? So that's amazing. <laughs> I, I, I totally agree. And I think, you know, with your experience after eight years and, and now having the chance to pivot, I think being pie in the sky and thinking, you know, where you want to go. And like you said, the world is your oyster. Why, why not reach for the sky and, and see where that ends up? Right, exactly. It's Friday. It's almost Labor Day. I'm like, let's just, you know, shoot for the moon. I mean, what else? <laughs> exactly. And I mean, that's amazing because I've heard, you know, at smaller places, it's maybe a little more simple to start some of those initiatives 
but being able out of Warner Media, where yeah, maybe they do have the money to back it up, but being able to do that is you know a tip of the hat to you, and, and definitely says a lot about your drive. For sure, for sure. What would you say are some of your better qualities, and you've touched already on some of them? Yeah, no, I I think that you know you know being a little bit more senior in this industry, I think what I find um, helpful in a leader, and what I try to do as a leader is be empathetic, right? So put yourself in somebody else's shoes. I try to listen um, and, and really hear what whoever's talking, whether that's my creative, whether that's the client, whether that's some other stakeholder. So, so really being a good listener, um, being agile and accountable. So obviously, as you know, like when you're working on a campaign, there's so many million moving parts. You have to really be able to, to troubleshoot and solve problems and make sure that at the end of the day, you know, your client is happy, your creative person is happy. Um, the product is portrayed in, in the way that the client envisioned, um, you know, and then on the TV side is, is the TV network being um, portrayed the, the direct, correct way. So it's really, it's, it's being agile and troubleshooting and problem solving and also having fun. Like, you know, I, I think as I put on my website, I'm like, I like to, to, drive results and get stuff done, but let's have fun. And, you know, if we fall down along the way, let's get up and like, let's continue. But I do like working on a team. I'm a good team player, I'll say. Um, yeah, a good collaborator, yeah. Skill set. Funny for a, a triathlete Ironman to love being on teams, but <laughs> I agree. It's, it's crazy because it's, it's a solo sport, but I, when I trained for my race, I did it with a team and I got to be so close with them. And I think that you really need a support group along the way. And we were all out there together cheering each other on. So it is a solo sport. It's not soccer, but it, uh, it's definitely, I think it, I, I do it better on a team. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I think the, the support team and the people you surround yourself is what makes it more fun, makes it manageable, makes it easier. And it's the exact same thing, whether it's training for an Ironman or you're, you know, at work, working late nights, you want to be surrounded by those same people who encourage totally. you exactly. to work better. Exactly. What is maybe a, one of your favorite projects that you've worked oh. on? Well, I have a couple, um, and you can see it on my website, but one of the ones that um, I really love was this, this campaign that we did for Mountain Dew that lasted all year long. You know, we created um, branded content with the Impractical Jokers. I don't know if you've heard of them. Uh, my wife is okay. a big the fan. four guys from Staten Island, they're funny. Um, they're really good partners. So they, they, are, they will do anything. Um, and we created content with the guys and Mountain Dew. Um, we created content for social, digital, TV. But the best part was it culminated in this awesome block party at San Diego Comic-Con. It was a live event. We took over Petco Park and there was, you know, Mountain Dew samples everywhere. The guys were out greeting fans. It was just a really collaborative, organic event and Mountain Dew sponsored the whole thing and the fans were, you know, they went crazy and the client was there. And I think to see to actually see everything, you know, in in person was so great because they were really happy. They were like, oh, you know, my branding looks great. The products are ever. So that was a year long effort. And it really, it really drove awareness and results. And the client came back again the next year. They're like, we want to do it again. So that was a really, that was my baby. And I, I really love that project. I will also say that working on Warner Brothers, 
um, their, their DC Comics event, like their big tentpole movies. So like Batman versus Superman, uh, Wonder Woman, uh, Suicide Squad, all of those I just love because I'm such a nerd and I love all the comic books. So to get to work on that, it's like, okay, we need to market Wonder Woman. It's like, okay, cool, I, I've got you. Like there's a million ways we could do this. How can we you know, align all of the Warner Media brands and come up with something cool? So, I mean, it's, it's a fun industry. You know, you get to be creative and work with cool people. And, you know, you know uh, at one point I think um, we met Zachary Levi for Shazam and that was really cool. So, I mean, I'm proud of those because they, they were fun. They're also a lot of work. So <laughs> yeah, those are probably my, my most favorite projects. Yeah, how do you like working? Of course, it's always fun working with talent, but that always comes with, you know, the downside sometimes of egos and, you know, the, yes. the practical jokers are great, but I'm sure as you go up the ladder, there's some bigger egos that-, that well, you know what? They, so the guys are, are really great, but you know, you do have to be sensitive because they are on air talent. So the one with Zachary Levi, we got, the all the jokers and Zachary Levi to do something together, which was like insane. Um, and you know, you're you're worried about is the talent gonna be happy? Are they gonna have chemistry? Are they gonna say the lines that we agreed upon? We've had this with um, The Rock. We did something for for Rampage, the movie last year. Um, you know, and The Rock is very specific about what he wants to say. So I think it's just managing expectations being a good communicator, you know, and really trying to make sure everyone's comfortable, the client, the talent, you know, the creative director. Um, it's a lot of, of work. And if something goes wrong, you know, it's like the, the, the talent doesn't want to say this. It's like, okay, you've got to on the spot, like rewrite scripts. So, I mean, it's challenging. It's, it's fun, but you also remember you have a job to do. So you've got to sort of remove yourself from that. The fact that the rock is standing there, you know, <laughs> so, oh, I've been there and it's, it's rewarding when it's done perfectly. Yeah. Rewarding when it's even not done so perfectly. But you right. always have to be on your toes, like you said. You know, they're about right. to record a line and they don't like it anymore, and you got to be right there to. Oh, know exactly. Totally. Yeah. Do you work with outside agencies, or a lot of this stuff is done in house? So we do work with um, outside agencies, and that's another fun thing about being on. I'm not part of the um, media entertainment side. Is that you can choose different partners to work with. Um, and that's great because you develop good relationships. Um, and some people are more uh, specific, like there's, you know, Hollywood, they have their specific agencies they like to work with out in LA. And then, you know, in New York, we've got ours, but um, you know, you, you make, uh, you learn what each vendor does differently. And it's great because you develop those relationships. But yeah, I mean, it's like, in this industry, the, the clients are always changing. The categories are changing. You know, you can work on insurance. You could work on cars. You could work on contact lenses. Um, but yeah, it's it's nice to have all of that. You know, that different background to to choose from different agencies. And that's kind of why, if you ask me, like, what's my dream agency? I'm I'm not sure because there's so many. But I will say that lately, I mean, not lately, but always. Um, I'm impressed with what what Nike has been doing and their latest campaign, which was all basically edited footage. I know you've seen it um, from White and Kennedy. It's amazing, and I'm like, gosh, these people like they, they once I think they they can't outdo themselves. They just they do something else. So it's it's really yeah, it's yeah, good. That, I was jealous. Of, I was jealous of that work for sure. It's you know, like, you people, you're so creative and smart. Always. <laughs> What would you say agencies would be getting if they reached out and hired you? Well, 
Um, I think you need a good conductor of the orchestra, right? There are so many musicians, if you will, there's so many instruments being played. And I think you need a leader to really make sure everything comes together harmoniously. So I think maestra, orchestra conductor, if you will, um, client whisperer, because I understand that clients have specific problems and, and pain points, and you want to hear that and be able to solve those problems. You know, I think air traffic control is a great example of, you know, project management, making sure all, all the things are met, timelines, deliverables, um, and then, you know, awareness artists, you know, people want their brand, uh, fans to engage with their brands. So I think that that's another thing I can bring to the table. I, I mean, I have all these crazy names for all the different hats that I wear, but I think it's, it's somebody that you can rely on to be strategic to be a leader, uh, to be creative, and to get stuff done in a timely fashion and have fun along the way. I mean, that's really, that's why we're in this industry, right? It's not, it's not science. We're not, we're not, uh, we're not trying to find the cure for coronavirus, right? I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a hard job. So <laughs> this yeah, is- Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think all those skills, you know, are super, super valuable. And whoever, you know, hires you'll definitely be lucky to get all of those would you be, you know, do you want full-time or, or open to maybe a freelance kind of consulting gig? Yeah, or? I'm open to anything. You know, in, in my free time, I've been helping my friends who in the first few months of lockdown, they own small businesses and, they, you know, one was a dentist, one was a physical therapist. And I'm like, okay, you really, you know, how can we amp? your your social media right now just that i mean they were friends so i was just right. helping them out but i i think um i'd be happy to do either consulting or you know a permanent gig and it doesn't have to be in new york either you know it could be i'm i'm open i don't know about you but I, i'm looking at like wider spaces and thinking gosh you know california or colorado anywhere where you can just like run around and breathe fresh air <laughs> right well yeah i'm glad to hear my next question was going to be yeah, if you're willing to to relocate so Glad that's a yes. Yeah, I mean, I love New York, and I, I, you know, have been here for a while, but I'm, I'm open to, to living other places. Um, but New York is a big part of my heart, and I'm excited that, you know, the museums are open, so we can be inspired by creativity. I'm going to go to the Met this weekend, so I'm excited about that. Great. Uh, maybe tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm just doing Ironmans and triathlons, you know. I've done a few triathlons, but Ironman's are like out of the question because that's 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 exciting. Many ones, very Uh, many ones. Let's see, you start out small and then you sort of work your way up. It's like I um I ran the New York City Marathon a long time ago, and I was like, that was awesome. That you know, I want to do something more. I want to you know, I was on top of the world, so I started like with a mini triathlon and worked my way up. And I have to say, Ironman is so it's like this this dark cloud over your head. You're like, what is this? And you have to work at it every day. I trained for a year and it was the most rewarding, painful experience of my life because it's 140 miles. It's swimming, biking, running. It took me 14 hours and it was up in Lake Placid. It was, it was awesome, but it was also really hard. And I know that if you don't work for it, you're not going to achieve your goals. So that's kind of how I, I think about life. I'm like, well, you have to work for it. You've got to work hard, train hard, and and you won't you won't be sorry. You'll all of that pain and time and commitment will have been worth it once you cross the finish line. I'm sure you can agree. It's yeah, I mean that's that's amazing and definitely like I said earlier, you know, says a lot about your character and your drive, being able to put in the work, put in, you know, the nonstop effort, a year of training, and then of course when you 
cross the finish line, it's all worth it. And awesome. And one day we're going to do it again. I know that all the races are canceled this year, but I'm hoping that next year we can get back into it. And, and it's, it's a really, it's a great feeling. It's a great community. I'm so excited that you're a triathlete. Yeah. Amazing. I think the last question, and you know, you already said maybe there isn't a dream agency, but if there was a, a client you've always wanted to work on that you haven't had the opportunity to give a little shout out to, what would that, you know, maybe be? Oh, I mean, that's a great question. I mean, I, Nike has always been, you know, and Wyden has always been their agency. So that that's something. Um, and I will say, you know, I think Netflix is an interesting brand. Um, so that would be something that I would consider. They're out in LA, of course. So, and, and, you know, Peloton, I mean, I keep, I said it before, they're, they're doing something right. I could never have dreamed in a million years that, that, the old bike that you used to see in your mom's basement, like that would be like a thing again, you know, like the running, the, the rowing machine that you're, you're like, oh, nobody's going to use that. But that's a thing. So, so I think they're doing a really good job. And then, you know, shout out to Zoom, right? I didn't, you know, they're doing something great as well. So, I mean, those are some dream clients and, and their agencies are lucky to have them as clients. And, you know, who knows? Who knows what's going to be here in 2021? But I think those people will be around yeah totally agree i mean thanks so much <laughs> for being willing to do this and putting yourself out there it was great it was so great talking to you yeah you too what's the best way for people to get in touch with you uh they can go to my site ironmandy.com it's very convenient conveniently named <laughs> um, and yeah i think that's the best way to reach me is uh, ironmandy.com all my linkedin and my gmail is all there so yeah amazing you know, good luck Thanks so much. Thank you so much. It was so great talking to you. Yeah, that's a wrap for the 45th episode of Bouncing Back. You know, anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me an email at malow930 at gmail.com or check out the availlist.com for a large list of people who are ready to get back to work. And now you can check out these episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well under Bouncing Back in Advertising. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Bye. Bye.